Hey, I'm Leslie. And I'm Mackenzie. And you're listening to For Such a Time Podcast. We are friends and followers of Jesus, seeking to empower and equip women in their God-given callings. Our desire is to see you step out in faith and step into where God has placed you for such a time as this. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm excited for this episode. This episode is going to be so good. Yes. I mean, we're recording this after we already did yeah. the episode, so <laughs> we're going to just prophesy and let you know. Yes. Like, it's really good. <laughs> You're going to love it. In this episode, we're talking to Danny Bilgreen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is part of our series where we're just talking to different women. We're going to have, you know, we had the episode with Miss Margie, which was amazing. And we have some upcoming women also that we're going to just be interviewing and talking to just about how they're stepping into God's calling yeah. for their life. And this episode was so encouraging. Yeah. After we stopped, um, we just were kind of geeking out. Yeah. <laughs> just about how inspiring how inspiring Danny's life is and how she's just really stepped out in faith yeah. with her family. So you're going to love this episode. Yeah. You got anything to add? Without further ado. Miss <laughs> Danielle. Bill Green. <laughs> Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Hey. We are, uh, are live here. You're going to hear a third voice that you don't normally hear. <laughs> uh, we're having a guest episode tonight, and we are interviewing Miss Danny Philgreen. That's how you say your last name, right? You nailed it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> you never know. Danielle. Just, yeah, Danielle, <laughs> I guess, but you go by Danny, right? Yep. Okay. That's awesome. me. Well, well, we get to have her on today. I I don't even really remember how I came across the, no, I didn't come across your Instagram. I drove by this beautiful building that's being renovated and it had this vinyl sign on the side that said for keeps. And I was like, what is that? The, the branding caught my attention (laughs) first, especially in the location where it is in Waco. And so I jumped on Instagram once I was safely parked and not driving (laughs) and, um, (laughs) I, I looked y'all up on Instagram and I was like, what is this place? This is amazing. And later, obviously, came to find out it's a new coffee shop, a craft coffee shop that's opening here in Waco. And Danny is one half of the team that's putting it out. And so I was like, you know what? The Lord just kept bringing them to my mind for the podcast. And I was like, I'm just going to reach out. All I can say is no. So, oh my gosh amazing yeah and I just yeah you you said yes so we're just so excited to have you on <laughs> wow we're super honored that's really encouraging that our sweet tiny little sign caught somebody's <laughs> eye I'm so happy I totally did I just happened to look to the left as I was driving on Bosky and I was like wait that I just like I said the branding the logo of it intrigued me so very nice that's when you right? know top-notch branding and then on your Instagram too she sent me I think it was the reel where you guys were like we're having a worship night yes and blah 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 and we're like we like these people (laughs) oh yeah that's so cool yes we're so excited about opening the shop in Waco and just like feel like it's totally the Lord and have 
submitted it and resubmitted it again and again. So it's been really cool. That worship night felt like really marking and just one of those kind of moments where you can't do it again, you know, when you just live in a moment of life and you're like, whoa, this is something super special. It felt like that. Yeah. Well, and we want to hear, and I know we have some questions that we want to ask. So I know we're going to get to kind of the heart of the coffee shop, but we want our listeners and us too. Because we yeah. just met you about five minutes ago, <laughs> live at least. We've been we talking met your husband first, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he uh, he's popped up while we were still trying to figure out what we were doing. <laughs> Amazing. But tell us a little bit about your family, um, your husband and kiddos, and yeah, share with us about that. Cool. Yeah. So we're a family of four, but just recently. So two years ago, we had our first son. His name is Cohen and he's one and a half. And then we just recently had our daughter. Her name's Everett and she's four months old. And it's been really cool. We moved to Waco three years ago from Kansas City, which is where my husband grew up. And I met him there. And then we just really felt the Lord call us to Waco as kind of a stepping stone into a new season. So we've been here for three years and we just keep re-asking the Lord, do you want us to stay? Do you want us to stay? And it's been yes. So that's really, really been cool because Waco's totally changed our life in a really good way. Well, and you meet more and more people where that's the story. The same story, Um, yeah. It's actually both of our stories too. God told us to move here. So yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh, no way. But, you were just first. Yeah, you were first. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, oh, wow. But it's a very common story that you found, and you actually covered a couple of our questions. Were you Waco born and bred? So we found out you're not, but you said your husband's from Kansas City. Are you originally from there as well? Or um, No, mm-hmm. I grew up, I was born and raised in Alaska. So I just happened to move to Kansas City, and I lived there for a couple of years okay. um, while we first met and then got married. So it's been like a really rich part of my life, but definitely not where I grew up. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And that was another question. How did you and your husband meet? Yeah, we um, met doing Antioch Discipleship School. So we go to Antioch here in Waco, but there is a different Antioch church plant in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm -hmm. And that's where we met. So he was doing the D school and I was kind of passing through Kansas city from Tennessee where I was living for just a couple of months. And I really felt the Lord say to stay in Lawrence. So I was just truly passing through and then ended up not passing and just never left. I just had my bag stay and I stayed and I lived there and did Antioch's D school there. And we, I was on a dating fast when he asked me out. So I was like intentionally not dating for nine months. And he asked me out like right at the beginning. And then he waited the whole time until I was finally done and asked me out again. And we, we, to say the least, got to know each other pretty well because the school was so small and so intense. And so we got married really quick after we finished. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it, that, that's amazing. We weren't sure if you're Antiochers. We're Antiochers too, yeah. so we weren't sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, we love not. Antioch. That's so crazy. We really feel like um, Waco is just like a launching city, and it's so cool. It's just such a funny little town where there isn't a lot going for it, but there's a lot of people going for it. 
Yeah. And it just feels profound. It's cool. We we're yeah. huge fans of Waco just being kind of like this heartbeat of what community can look like. Mm-hmm. It feels really hopeful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Yeah, and so we wanted to kind of get into you guys are very busy. It seems like you guys have <laughs> like you're in the realty business, you're launching a coffee shop and all kinds of things. I kind of stalked your Instagram a little bit. <laughs> it's like amazing. Wow, it's so inspirational, just everything that you guys are doing and that just going after it, like you said, going after it, what the Lord is calling you guys to do. So um, I guess we can just start with talking a little bit about your real estate business. So we just wanted to hear from you, like, how did the Lord call you guys to that? And when did you start real estate and all of those kinds of things? Sure. Wow. You guys are so sweet. I'm like, my cheeks are blushing because you're asking so many <laughs> sweet questions and it's just like, oh boy. Oh, it's just the Lord. Um, So we started doing real estate by accident, kind of. We stumbled into it. Uh, We bought our first home in Kansas and realized that our bedrooms could be rented. So we rented them on Airbnb. And then that kind of kickstarted us into like, whoa, everything's rentable and this is a really easy way to pay our mortgage. So when we moved to Waco, we decided to rent that whole house just normal, like a long-term rental. And then we rented the house we lived in here in Waco, but we rented each individual bedroom from a five-bedroom home on Airbnb. And that really kickstarted us into like wanting to know more about real estate, setting goals for real estate. Mm -hmm. And then we decided, okay, we need to come up with some form of retirement because at the time we were full-time wedding photographers and videographers. And so we didn't have like a set retirement. And we decided it would be kind of real estate, kind be kind of helping us like find our way to an end goal because we knew we couldn't shoot weddings forever. So um, that was the beginning of it. That's when we set goals. And then that's when we really felt like the Lord was saying, to start a real estate company. So we started one, it's called 610 Real Estate after Matthew 610. So just like trying to be kingdom minded in the way that we purchase properties and run our properties. So we do long-term investments and then we also do like Airbnb day-to-day rentals. So it's like kind of the whole gamut, but still honed in on rentals mostly. (laughs) That's amazing. That was one of our questions too, is where was the inspiration for the Matthew 610, kind of how that came to be and everything. I love that. And you guys are still shooting weddings and things too, like on the side or? Yeah. So we recently decided that we wanted to taper back weddings because as you know, when you have kids, we did a lot of travel weddings and it's just a whole different deal to bring nannies. (laughs) It's like a lot of work and it costs so much money. So Um, we love doing weddings. They're some of the best memories of our whole marriage. We've done it ever since we've gotten married. So six years and, uh, we still want to do them, but we're just doing a lot less and we're trying to do them local. So we have a handful of weddings this year, maybe like 15 or 16, but not as much as we used to do. (laughs) I love that. We, um, one of, I, I was just thinking about how you guys have had it sounds like a lot of dreams and a lot of things that maybe, I don't know. I feel like in sometimes in the Christian bubble and in the Christian circle, it's like, well, the dreams that we can have with God are only to like, you know, live in a hut in Africa and Mm -hmm. you can have dreams to like, you know, make 
make money, money or, yeah. you know, own property or start a, a business or be an entrepreneur. Sometimes it can feel that way. Um, in one of our upcoming episodes, we're doing Dreaming with God because cool. we know that actually God, God wants us to dream. And he, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know if you've read the Passion and Purpose book that Jimmy wrote, but he talks about like, God, dream your dreams through me. You know, if you're yeah. looking for a vessel, if you have a dream that no one wants to do, like dream it through me. And so kind of talk to us about just that, like, you know, you said you stumbled upon the real estate and stuff like that. But then even with the photography and even with for keeps, like how is how has that been and what has dreaming with God looks like you with looked like for you guys over the years? Yeah, that's yeah. a really good question. Um, gosh. It's kind of, to Cam and I, it's been like a lot of just resubmitting things to the Lord. So that sounds so simple and elementary, but really that's just what we have done. Like when we decided to taper back on the wedding photography stuff, we just asked the Lord, like, what do you want us to do? And we felt like he was saying, really focus on the concept of marriage while you shoot weddings, but just focus on marriage being the heartbeat behind doing photography and videography. So we try our best to like talk about our marriage or like create resources or share other people's good resources for marriage because it's such a weak concept on the internet um, these days. And same with real estate. I feel like one of the biggest things that we try to rehone in all the time is how can we look different to our contractors than anyone else in the real estate business. Like we want them to think, dang, these two are nice and these two are honest and these two are direct. What's so different about them and have opportunity to like really glean God's goodness Mm -hmm. uh, into real estate? It just is different. It sounds so weird. You're right. It is such a foreign concept in the Christian circle to be a business owner and still like pursue the kingdom of God. But I think that it's really powerful. And I think that it also just shows that anybody can like run after their dreams, like you're saying, or big business or like this really hairy audacious thing and still bring the kingdom to it. Does that make sense? It's just just really cool. It reminded me of the Proverbs 31 woman where she, you know, she, Oh wow. Yeah. Provides it, you know? Yeah. And just, just seeing that in the way that you guys are, you know, living and choosing and following after those dreams and, and that being, um, you know, your foundation for it is firm and steady and like you said it's that resubmitting it's not you guys are constantly checking in each step not because again like we've talked about this before on the podcast it's not because we're you know afraid or oh god we can't do anything unless you give us a say so it's through that abiding and that joy yeah that desiring to follow him closely that you Mm. resubmit it because you know you know i'm like what the man plans his ways but the lord directs his steps so you plan them you submit it and then he directs them. You know, that's I so good. That. I love that. Yeah, what came to my mind was Romans twelve one, is where it says, "Offer your bodies as living sacrifices." Mm-hmm. And then it goes on and talks about that. But then it says, "And then you will be able to test what his his will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will." Mm-hmm. 
And so I just, that's what popped up in my head as you were saying, like that resubmitting is just laying yourself on the altar day by day, mm-hmm. moment by moment, situation by situation, just saying, Lord, is this, is this your will? Should we left or right, you know, yes or no kind of thing. So I just, that's really commendable just to hear Aww. how you guys have dreamed with God. Yeah. It builds my faith for yeah. sure. It Aww. actually really builds my faith. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's we're, awesome. We're kind of in a place right now. My husband and I, we've been married 10 years. And we're in a place with his job where, no, you know, we don't have the 401k. We don't have those things, you know, and we've, we've, you know, kind of been learning a lot about the, you know, passive income and all of that stuff. So, you know, God can use that. And, you know, a lot of times it looks different in the world. Most of the time it's completely opposite of what the world does. So totally. Yeah. And I, it just, you guys talking about that, it reminded me of, I, a staple that Cameron and I ask each other regularly, not like monthly, maybe every other month. If the Lord asked us to sell the whole real estate company, would you? Or if the Lord asked you to completely drop the coffee shop and like do something different, would you? And that feels like a really good way that we challenge our own hearts to make sure that we're like not in it for ourselves or get motives that aren't on track with what God originally had spoken to us about. So um, we just like that question. It's, it reminds us like, okay, none of this is our own. And also none of this matters. Yeah. Uh, all of it, all of it yeah. is requiring faith. You know, it yeah. sounds like to step into it is requiring faith. And also if God asked you to step out of it, that would require faith too. And so um, that was one of the things we wanted to talk about too, is just what, what have, what has been some of the challenges that you guys have faced and even, you know, fails <laughs> of yeah. stepping out in faith? What has that looked like when you guys have maybe stepped out and then t- overcome with a challenge or stepped out and it didn't really work like you thought or something? Maybe speak a little bit to that. Sure. That's good. Um, I mean, the first one that feels the most humbling is when we felt like we heard the Lord to say to transition our wedding photo video company from like doing as many weddings as we could to kind of focusing on marriage. We said yes. And we said, okay. And we kind of did a small rebrand and then we decided like, let's make a product that rolls with that same concept. And we didn't feel fully qualified because we've only been married for seven years, which is really tiny when it, we just know like every year we've been married, we've learned more and more than we've ever oh, yeah. thought we could have learned. Mm-hmm. So we collected a bunch of questions from people of all ages and created a date night magazine to try to help not only our like actual clients who we shoot their weddings, but also just any couple who wants to try to date their spouse or partner regularly. And it was really fun and it was really beautiful, but it like it felt a little bit like a flop and like, dang, God, did we miss you or did we not hear you all the way? Um, Like we're trying really hard to make this all about marriage, but maybe you just had something else in mind because we sold the magazines and we sold out of the first volume, but it just felt like it kind of trickled down in a sad way when it came to the second one. And so we're just still re-leaning in kind of, to be honest, even like present day. We're like, okay, what's this look like for um, us supporting marriages and trying to like 
be honest and vulnerable is one thing, but then producing products for that is a whole different thing. And it kind of feels overwhelming. Like we're not the best person for this in the way that our human minds can think about it, but maybe you're going to give us a supernatural mindset about it (laughs) and we'll have some revelation. (laughs) So when it, when it, in your words, flopped, though, I don't think it did because whoever was touched by it was, was um, encouraged, I'm sure. But when it flopped and you guys kind of sat there before the Lord and, and asked those questions of, did we hear you wrong? Did we hear a part and then run off and not hear the rest of it? Like, what do you feel like he, he showed you guys in that, in that moment of just that grace that he outpours? But what do you feel like he showed you all? Oh, gosh. I feel like... It was more of a conversation that Cam and I got to have together, like as a couple. Mm -hmm. And then something that we kind of leaned into possibly was just um, how does God want us to pivot? Like how could we try to either resell this or something that we thought of together was how about instead of selling the second volume, we just give it to all of our clients who hire us right off the bat. So regardless of if they know the Lord or they don't know the Lord or they want a dating magazine or not, at least we in some way tried to actively encourage their marriage to go longer than just seven years, six six years, five years. Um, And we gave them a tool. So that it didn't feel like that was something from the Lord, but then again, maybe it was. Uh, but it wasn't something we sat down and heard Him say. But it was something we sat down and decided together yeah. as like a really gentle pivoting point that felt promising. Yeah. Wow, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's really encouraging. Well, so we've heard the flop. Actually, we've heard a lot of encouraging things, but we want to talk about her keeps. Um, yeah, we I love coffee. Yes. I love coffee. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, yes, following along every step along the way of this. I mean, and we, I drive by it all the time. It's like literally right by my house. So I was like, ooh, countertops. Ooh, I love the, what what do you even, oh, so gorgeous. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, we're going to sit there. Oh, we're going to sit there. (laughs) (laughs) So we're already planning our spots. Um, Yes. Talk to us about the inspiration behind owning a coffee shop and I'm really interested in the name as well yeah sure okay well the name is not as exciting as it could be we um, decided on for keeps because we went through so many fun names and then we always triple checked them on Instagram because you don't want to have the same name as another craft coffee shop and especially one that's nearby. And sadly, we're squished between Dallas and Austin. So there's a lot of really good ones. Um, So we knew we wanted a phrase name because phrase names are memorable. And we chose for keeps because we like the idea of it being like, this is a place of permanency and this is a place of consistency like we're here for the long haul, we believe in this city, and we're going to try to bring the best. So that's the name. And the vision behind the shop, was that your other question? Or how it came about, kind of? Yeah, the inspiration behind owning your own coffee shop. Yeah. Well, Cameron and I both were in coffee before we got married, just as like regular old college jobs. And then when we got married, we opened a small portable craft coffee cart. So we would do like high-end events-ish, like just bigger paying gigs, like classy weddings or 
like we did a book reading with the mayor, like random things. And then when we moved here, we sold that company, but we were like, whoa, wouldn't it be cool if one day we owned like an actual store front, like a public facing coffee shop? And we're like, yeah, that'd be sweet. (laughs) And so we kind of kept our eyes peeled when we moved to Waco because it's the perfect city. Like there's tons of opportunity and there's only really two or three other craft coffee shops in the city and nobody serves food. And so we saw a huge need for food. We knew that we could fulfill it if we found the right person, which we did. Our sweet baker, Emily Walton is amazing and she's gonna just slam it out. But I need to send you that because she has a sourdough page. Yes. Okay. Oh, did you know? Oh, you do. Yeah. Her Instagram is Berkeley Bakes and she's awesome and she just knows what she's doing. So like I think a lot of our flour will be milled in the house and um, she'll, she's just going to really go all out. She's incredible. So that was it. The heartbeat was like, it would be a fun, silly thing to do. And then when we got into real estate, we're like, whoa, wait, this is actually a, a, a wise, smart decision because we would get to own commercial property in Waco, which yeah. hopefully just will go up in value. So the win feels like we get to own the real estate. And then the fun plus is that we get to have a coffee shop in that building that we're renting from our own real estate company. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And the, I was telling her that I was so excited to see the sign, not only because it's minutes from my house, but also because there aren't a lot of craft coffee shops and I moved from a larger city that has a ton you know and actually my family just opened a craft coffee shop but I just love the fact that we're gonna have another Mm -hmm. one because I you know I like more choices and food we love food I know I'm thinking I'm like (laughs) I better start a for keeps budget envelope oh my gosh I'm gonna be spending all my money there you guys are so cool I'm dying that's really sweet I'm just excited. It's gonna be so fun. Yeah, so, we're so okay, excited. Just the name, um, but you had mentioned it being like an anchoring place somewhere that like is consistent and people can come to it. And I know Starbucks. I used to work for Starbucks, and you know they have a lot of uh, language in the third home, right? Like wanting the co- you know that place to be a third home, somewhere that you go and you do work or you know whatever. So yeah. what is the vision, though, that y'all feel that God has given you for the coffee shop? What is that? What's the heart? Yeah, I think the main vision piece is we really believe in Waco. And we just feel like some of the people who live in Waco just need like a little bit of arms coming around them saying, we believe in it with you. Like, let's make it even better. And so we want to see our local neighborhood that we're right in. Uh, fall in love with its own city and kind of like put a smile on its face. It just seems a little bit like Waco has a sad face and we want it to have a happy face and believe in itself again. Um, So that's the main heartbeat is like seeing the city just grow and become better and believe in itself and be proud of itself. Uh, Simple, basic things like let's pick up the garbage on our sidewalks. Let's get sidewalks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's <laughs> have alleyways that aren't scary. <laughs> so it's yeah. so, 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 so simple feeling because in, in Lawrence even, which is a small town, it just really felt like the people took such pride in their cute little city. And so we want to see the people of Waco really like love their city yeah. in a new way. 
<laughs> how did how did you all choose this area of town? And maybe describe it to the listeners, because we do have listeners, obviously, that are local to Waco and even Dallas, Austin area. So speak a little bit to the area of town, because it's not downtown. It's not where yeah. the Magnolia Silo District is. So just talk a yeah. little bit about how you guys chose that area. Totally. Well, it's funny to like say all of this, because I know there's people in Waco who totally do love their city and have pride in it. And, and so I guess I'm not speaking to them, but the people who still feel like it can just be trashed. That's my heartbeat for those yeah. people specifically. I'm just like, whoa, I can imagine there's people who would be like, wait, I do love my city. Um, but yeah, for the area, it's unique because downtown Waco has three craft coffee shops kind of clustered in a triangle is the best way to describe it. And all of that's near Magnolia, the silos, and it's also all closer to Baylor campus. So a lot of energy is generated to that part of Waco. And then a lot of energy is generated towards Woodway, which I think is its own district, if I'm not mistaken. And then there's this weird like limbo between space where most people live and it's just buried in, you know, like uh, big, big stores like Target and all the chain restaurants and anything chain. And so we specifically, when we bought that property, wanted something between our house and Target. And Target is butted up right by Woodway. So we're hoping that we could still get people from Woodway and still get students from Baylor, but most importantly, get people who are right there in the heart of Texas, which is that neighborhood section and what it's called. And that's a lot of people who just like go to all of the normal schools in Waco ISD and all the families. And it's also right where we live, which is fun because we always imagined walking to our neighborhood coffee shop and like our kids get to be a part of that culture. And that just is like a dream in my mind for that to come true. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. I think we're good on time and we're just going to keep going and God's going to allow us to keep going. Um, Yeah. Okay, I sweet. yeah, I love that. I want you to tell a little bit about what kind of stuff you're offering at the coffee shop. What are you most? What drink are you most excited for? What is your favorite drink? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh cool. Oh, you cool. Cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that I'm honestly I'm most excited for the bake bakery side. Um, just because it's such a need. Like mm-hmm. some of the best coffee shops in Waco don't have any food, and yeah. food compliments coffee better than anything yeah and coffee is like culture it's just so valuable it's so cool the the way a certain culture makes coffee says so much about that culture so um I'm really excited about the food some of the things that we think are going to be on our menu when we first do our grand opening around March 25th is a made-to-order bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich on our homemade house bagels. We're going to really focus on bagels. Mm. Um, I think There's we'll no have like... bagel place here. Yeah. I know. It's so exciting. Yes. I'm so um, excited. Like, I used to love Einstein's. I know that's yeah. like a French. Or yeah. French. I know it's a chain, but we don't have them here, and yeah. I miss Einstein's. There's, you can really just get bagels now at uh, Panera, I think, yeah. if you want yep. like a not H-E-B bagel. Right. So 
We're really excited about the bagels. That's what I'm by far the most excited about. And some of the other fun things we'll launch with that are probably like a seasonal scone, a seasonal Danish, um, like artesian bread. That's going to be with like a long ferment sourdough. It'll have two different toppings, probably like an avocado toast or a really hearty butter with a local honey on top. So um, we're excited about the food part. It's out over here. Yeah, we're totally out of my league, but that's what Emily's for. <laughs> but, yeah. And, you just and then the- on the coffee side, we're so excited to see some of like messenger coffees where we're sourcing our beans from. And that's in Kansas City, which is known for their third wave coffee. And we're just excited to see that come into play with our poor steady, which is a super awesome machine that eliminates human error for a pour over mm-hmm. um and also like some single origin espresso shots we have really pretty espresso glasses and the aesthetic is just exciting on its own yeah yeah and are you are we gonna do latte art I'm excited about that if we're gonna do latte art <laughs> yes we're working right now to hire staff that is equipped and ready to mm-hmm. pour beautiful co- coffee <laughs> Oh, we're so we're so excited. We're here. We're geeking out Obviously, over here, honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe that your family has their own coffee shop. I'm so I have like a million questions for you. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, that's a whole episode of yeah, myself I sure. haven't shared yet. But I actually opened uh, my family's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. And um I we moved we moved to Waco in 2019 and then we actually ended up moving back to Albuquerque in the end of 2020 and the Lord um gave me the opportunity to open up basically my own magnolia um at home my dad partnered with me and I opened up a home decor store and then this phase two of that was opening up a craft coffee shop inside of the home decor store and so I helped see that through and then the Lord was like no 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 you're supposed to be in Waco you weren't supposed to move back so we uh we came back here and I kind of helped finish open that and yeah my dad owns a home remodeling business so we got all the countertops and I made all the tile selections all the countertops all the fixtures all that gosh it's it's cool to see it ready now so pretty Uh, I'm not there but I do go back and we have amazing chocolate that I like to eat when we go back. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh, that is so awesome. That's really cool. Just responding to the Lord and coming back and then also being like a wild woman of God who's a business lady and just hustling. That's really cool. I, I makes love, me excited. Uh, well, thank you. I loved hearing just y'all's entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirits because I can definitely um, relate to that uh, my husband and I both just have this entrepreneurial spirit and yes. we're open our, God has our yes so whatever he cool. wants but your guys' story has just been so encouraging to mm-hmm. both of us of just stepping out in faith surrendering submitting resubmitting submitting resubmitting and yeah. just trusting him that each step along the way and, and you can tell through just the blessing that the Lord is giving you guys and allowing to do these different businesses you are good stewards and mm-hmm. I just sense that the Lord is really proud and honored by the way that you steward the gifts, not only that he's given you and the talents that he's given you guys, but also, you know, that you're, you're open-handed that if, yeah. if you needed to, to stop it or you needed to pivot or, you know, that you would do that. And so I just mm-hmm. wanted to encourage you guys with that. Dang. Thanks. That's really encouraging. 
couldn't have said it any better. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be fun because we, one of our questions that we didn't get to was about marriage. You talked a lot about marriage and you talked about a lot about business owning and things like that. So I think it would be fun if we ended with your best marriage advice Mm -hmm. and your best business advice. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm like, geesh, I don't know. You're in your seventh uh, year, right? Your seventh year of marriage? Seven years in. So the number of completions. Um, so God's taught you a lot. So yeah. yeah. That's what you all got. My best marriage advice, hands down, the only thing that has been our saving grace. This is such a boring answer, but is to spend time with God every day. <laughs> uh because he keeps it real. And I just desperately need Jesus and Cameron desperately needs Jesus. And if we're both spending time with God, then I can trust what he's saying has been hashed out with God and he can trust what I'm saying has been hashed out with God. And we can also just trust that we're going to walk in conviction. So that's been like my definite biggest marriage advice. If you know the Lord, lean on the Lord, spend time with him every day. (laughs) um my best business advice oh wow aside from like just being obedient to god would maybe be this is definitely okay here it is this is what i would say um when you think you have an idea that you want to start for a business concept just bootstrap it for a little bit like um hustle and do all the work on your own and start small and see what the people want and see what the people need and then it's naturally going to pick up and grow so start really small charge really little not to undervalue yourself um but to see what are they interested in if you're doing photography or maybe you're selling some sort of like graphic design or totes or merch, whatever it is, start small, sell small, and then increase the price on what there's a big demand for and then grow that direction. Because sometimes you think you know what people want and you're like really off. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah, don't and then say- sometimes you buy in too big and you're yeah. like way too deep and you really messed up and you lost a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, don't have too much overhead. Keep yeah. your costs down as far as you can. That's right. That's very good business advice. Very good. Well, we love to end our episodes in prayer, and we like to put our guests on the spot. And so we wanted to see if you would be willing to pray over our listeners, those that are wanting to start a business that may be afraid, those that are maybe even struggling in their marriage, just however Holy Spirit leads you. And so we just want yeah, to Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd be honored. <laughs> Okay. Hmm, Yeah, Jesus, thank you for these two awesome women of God who are seeking your face and leading out in really powerful ways, letting other couples run after your kingdom uh, in the business world, in the corporate world, that they are helping cast vision for what you have in those workplaces, that you are meeting people in those places, God. 
we just say yes to that. Anyone who's feeling unsure about the career that they're in right now or where they're working right now or how they're investing their time and money, we just pray that you speak to them with greater clarity than ever before. In Jesus' name, give them vivid visions and unique ideas from the kingdom of heaven. In Jesus' name, we ask that you even partner in marriages, God, that you can partner with a husband and wife and let them come up with a kingdom dream and a kingdom company that is going to run after you and show your glory through their work. That you move like that. You're such a fun God, and we know that you have really, really sweet dreams in store for your sons and daughters. So we just come into agreement with that. And we bless them in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on For Such a Time podcast. We pray that this conversation was uplifting and inspiring. If it was, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. For your daily dose of encouragement and to stay up to date on our newest episodes, follow us on Instagram. Until next time, bye. bye.